Day number six of the greatest outdoor show on earth did not disappoint. The sun came back out. A beautiful day, dry infield, so that affects both the rodeo and the chuck wagons in such a great way. Let's start you out in the saddle bronc riding where it was rider right from Milford, Utah. He's 92 points. That's the highest mark ride right now at this year's 2018 Calgary Stampede aboard Blue Buck Splash. So give him the go-round win. Wade Sundell finishes in second. Sterling Crawley in third. Bradley Harder in fourth and Jake Wright in fifth. So give them 55, 45, 35, 25, and fifteen hundred dollars each. After two days in this pool B go round, it looks like this. Ryder Wright, your number one man, nine thousand dollars. Rusty Wright and Jacobs Crawley both in at five thousand. Wade Sundell in fourth right now at forty five hundred. As we go to the bull riding, well, the Canadians they did well. Zane Lambert, the Pinocchio Alberta man aboard Ivy League, eighty eight points. Jess Lockwood right behind him at eighty five and a half. Sage Kimsey in at eighty five. Marcos Gloria from Edmonton at eighty. 83 and Cody Nance at 75 and a half. So after two go rounds and day six, it looks like this. Sage Kimsey, your number one man with six thousand dollars. Derek Kolbaba in at fifty five hundred. Zane Lambert at tying him at fifty five hundred. And two guys splitting fourth right now. PBR Sensations, Jess Lockwood and JB Mooney. So there's a bit of a lockup in the bull riding. And you look at Pool B compared to Pool A. The Pool B guys, we've only had one bull rider not make money, and we've had five qualified rides each day so pretty exciting to see what's going to happen on day seven as we go to the bareback riding well atop the leaderboard ty brewer mandan north dakota 87 points that gives him 5500 dollars. tim o'connell in second stephen dent in third the way they shape up right now stephen dent your number one man with nine thousand dollars tim o'connell in third and ty brewer in at 6250 the tie down roping well it's the reigning all-around champ of the world tough cooper he comes in six and seven it's a pretty exciting day for him as he's back and having fun. Marty Yates in second at six and nine. Ryan Jarrett, another all-round champ in the world at seven and two. Blaine Cox and Ryle Smith round out your top five on day number six. Let's look at how things shape up after two days of competition. Tough Cooper in at $9,000. Ryan Jarrett at $8,000. Matt Chizawa at $5,500 and Marty Yates at forty-five. Of course, still two days left, so a lot of room to move. As we look to the steer wrestling, it's Dakota Eldridge. The Elko, Nevada man in at 4-1. and one. John Raggett's in at 4-2. and two. Brendan Lay, Consort Alberta, 4-3. and three. His partner in crime, Scott Gunther at 4-7. and seven. And Olin Hannum at 5-3. and three. Of course, each and every one of these guys wanting to make it back. Come Super Sunday. And here's how the top four look right now. Dakota Eldred, $9,000. Consort's Brendan Lay in at 8. Matt Reeves in at 5500 And John Raggett's at 4500 I got a chance to catch up with one of the steer wrestlers. And we'll talk to him in a minute. But we need to go to the barrel racing where it was Haley Kinzel, Catula, Texas. She's 17 and 28. That's the third fastest time we've seen it the whole stampede so far. Carmen Pazabon, the Savannah, B.C. cowgirl, finishes in second. Jessica Router in third. 
Carly Richardson in fourth, and Jamie Hinton in fifth. So the top four ladies, they want to come back to Sunday. None of them want to have to come back to wildcard Saturday, but unfortunately six will from this pool. The four that look like they're doing the best right now are Haley Kinzel. She's got 10000 in the bank. Carmen Pausebon solid at 8000 Callahan Crosley at 5500 and Jessica Router at 3500 Well, I mentioned it. I got to catch up with one of the one of the steer wrestlers, and I have kind of a pretty cool guy and someone who's been to the Stampede for a number of years, not only with his family before he could compete, but ever since he could compete. And uh, you know what? Trevor Knowles is pretty fun to chat with. Here's what he had to say. Oh, it's always great to be back. You almost rodeo all year to make the NFR to get qualified just to get to Calgary, which is crazy. But uh, it's an awesome rodeo, good or bad. It's re- I really enjoy it. I've had a lot of success here, so I'm, gl- I'm glad to be here. Well, and you come in on a day like yesterday, a little bit wet, a little bit rainy. Ground wasn't too bad, and you come back today, and it's humid as all get out. And, you know, it's a new day. You're gunning for first every day. Is that a little different mindset than most rodeos? Well, there's no average, so you, you can't really safety up on one and then make it up on, when you draw a better one the next day. So you're trying to, to you're trying to just max out each day. And so yeah, it's a little different. It's just like going to four one head deals every day, and then and you're just hoping for hoping for good draws. Well, you get up here and we talk about all the good cowboys. I mean, it's the who's who of bulldogging. But on top of that, the good horses that are here. Are you riding your own? Are you mounting off someone? How does that work? Well, no, I'm riding Dakota Eldridge's horse, Rusty. I've never ridden him here. And, in fact, I was—I didn't even make the cut. Uh, I didn't get to go rodeo last fall very much, got hurt, so I was home. Didn't make the qualifications. And then uh, Jason Thomas had injured his arm, so they called me last Thursday evening during Pool A and said uh, they had a spot for me if I wanted to come. So I just hurried and got home and got my stuff gathered up, my passport, and away I came. And so, so yeah, I didn't have time to get my own horses up here, but... You know there's something good to get on when you get here anyway, and, and Rusty, that horse of Dakota's, is, he's an awesome horse and a winner, and uh, and uh, I don't know if I could have just handpicked a better horse to get on this rodeo. We talk about you handpicking that horse. The steers they bring in here are pretty even pen of steers. You know, you guys keep her, well, most of the Canadian guys keep a pretty good book on them. How accurate is that when you guys look at the start and everything on a steer? <laughs> when we're the damn. Uh, <laughs> They were pretty much all over the map yesterday. You know, I had a steer that was well below average on the run, and that'd have been he'd have been a good one to have second. You know, because I, I I had a I mean I broke the barrier to win the round. Had I known that steer was that much slower, I'd have seen a little extra and, and probably still won the round. Instead, I broke the barrier and got paid nothing. So we don't know them really that well the first today, yesterday or today, and then those steers will come back uh, the next two days. And so at least we'll have a really good idea of what they were the first time they were out here at Calgary, and we kind of make a game plan. But the first two days, you're kind of you kind of know, but you're and then again you're kind of going in blind and uh, trying to just. Just see the start that you should take, and if your steers kind of want to cooperate, it works out, and if not, you break the barrier or you get outran or, you know, something. But we we can usually do a little better in rounds three and four. Well, we talk about the rodeo itself and everything that goes on here. You've traveled all over the world. I mean, just about every rodeo there is in North America you've been to. You show up to Calgary, like you said, you get the invitation. It was a no-brainer. You get invited to Calgary or invited to come here. Does that kind of boost everything? Oh, it's just nice that they remembered me. <laughs> you know, I, uh, I've been coming to this rodeo since it was just a regular PRCA rodeo with 100 guys and then the 50,000 and the showdown and, and then throughout the changes to where the format that it is now. And it, it, it's, a, it's a great venue, and they treat us phenomenally out here. And uh, 
yeah, it's uh, it's one everybody wants to come to at least once in their career, let alone as you know as many times as you possibly can. Well, that's it, and you've been one of the guys that's been fortunate enough not only to be here a bunch, but get up on that stage, uh, 30,000 people cheering for you when you get the big check. That's got to be pretty cool. Oh, yeah, there's no better feeling, you know, and, uh, yeah, it's like one of those like, oh, it'd be nice to win that once, and it's like one that's a, that's a, a bad disease. You get it once, and then that's all you think about. So, uh, no, it's, it's great, and that kind of money that we get to run out up here, um, you know, even if you're not winning the 100 grand, 5500 a day is still I mean that's a that's a good payday you know it's a good, it's a good day's work you ever work for minimum wage very often that 5500 makes it pretty sweet well that's good well we're gonna let you get back downstairs thanks for doing this and good luck next three go rounds hopefully you qualify right through to Sunday yeah that's the plan appreciate it thank you always fun to catch up with one of those guys that's excited to be there because he didn't know he was coming well, you get that late invitation, and uh, any time you get a chance to come to the Calgary Stampede, you are going to pack things up, get there, and your chance to win 100000 is pretty awesome. Let's go to the Rangeland Derby, where if you remember the night before, Aubrey Montewillo, well, he kind of got ejected from his wagon, if you will. From all reports and talking to everyone down at the barns and inside the check wagon community, he's going to be just fine. He's got a broken shoulder, he's got some sore ribs, and... Things are a little stiff, but nothing that can't be repaired. So a quick and speedy recovery to you, my friend, Aubrey Montewillo. Let's go to heat number one, where it's Barry Hodgson along with John Walters, Cliff Cunningham, and Wayne Knight. Well, it's Barry Hodgson and the Cliff Ride Wagon in at 113 and 72. Heat number two looks like this. Lane McGilvery, he takes it with a 113 and 76. Dustin Gores, Chad Fike, and Darcy Flad just behind him. In heat number three, Troy Dorchester, Doug Irvine, Luke Turnier, and Jordy Fike. Well, we've got a little faster, and it's Troy Dorchester with a 112 and 96. The first three heats, all the winners come from barrel number one, but we're going to change it up a bit right here. Heat number four, Ross Knight, Chance Benzmiller, Jason Glass, and BJ Carey. Chance Benzmiller turns in a fast time, 111 and 90. As we go to heat number five, the five, four guys in there are Todd Baptiste, Chance Vegan, Roger Moore, and Cody Makura. Well, the hound, Cody Makura, not only drives his wagon, but he drove for Aubrey Mottawillo in his wagon. He's 113 and 03. Heat number six features Mitch Sutherland, Logan Gorst, Jamie Labacane, and Gary Gorst. 112 and 70 for Logan Gorst to take that heat win. In heat number seven, it was Ray Mitzwing along with Kirk Sutherland, Rick Fraser, and Evan Salmon. Well, Kirk Sutherland, 111 and 65 we're just getting faster as we go to heat number eight it's Aubrey Mottawillo his rig driven by Cody Makura Cody Ridsdale Vern Nolan and Mark Sutherland well it's Vern Nolan 114 flat so a little bit slower than what we've seen from Vern Nolan the past few nights and in heat number nine it features Mike Vegan Kurt Benzmiller Chris Molly and Chad Harden well three times the champ at the Calgary Stampede and a world champion Kurt Benzmiller 111 and 56 so on day six this is how your top eight wagons finish in order of fastest time Kurt Benzmiller the number one man Kirk Sutherland right behind him Chance Benzmiller in third Rick Fraser Logan Gorse Mike 
Luke Vegan, Troy Dorchester, and Cody Makura. Of course, you want to be in that top eight after Friday night because the top eight wagons get to come back to semifinal Saturday, and that is your pathway to the dash for cash. After six days of racing, it looks like this. Kurt Benzmiller, number one, Rick Fraser, Vern Nolan, Mike Vegan, Mark Sutherland, Jason Glass, Logan Gorst, and Evan Solomon, but there's four guys knocking at the door. There's four guys within one second of making it into that top eight. Chris Molly, who took a barrel penalty last night, that's bumped him back a little bit, but he's still only one second out. Cody McCurra, along with Gary Gorst and Ray Mitzwing, those four guys only one second out. Day seven proves to be interesting. Make sure you tune in tomorrow. A big thank you to our friends at Limelight Audio and Media for producing this podcast, and we invite you to tune in all throughout the Calgary Stampede.